Episode 10, Akio co-founder John Riley. Hey everybody, this is Ryan and Ben, and today we have a very special episode. We have an interview with co-founder and COO of Akio. Akio can be best described as data to predict the future. Akio is an easy-to-use, scalable, and affordable no-code AI platform for real-time decision-making, and we're interested in hearing about them and what his thoughts are on the AI landscape. So buckle up and enjoy this quick hard-hitting questions episode. Thank you for joining us today. Today we have Accio co-founder John Riley joining us to talk about what he sees in the AI space. So let's start off. Accio specializes in no-code applications. Can you explain for the audience here what no-code is? Yeah, no-code no is really um, kind of another way of saying uh, user interface-based ways of instructing computing systems to do what you want. Um, and so in the, in the case of Accio, um, we're a no-code machine lear learning platform, which means you can work with your data uh, to accomplish a whole bunch of different tasks, like identifying patterns and leveraging those patterns in decision-making, all without having to write uh, any sort of software code in order to do it. Um, and I, I think that's like uh, generally the definition of no-code. If, if you think about no-code as a, as a technology, there's a, there's a stack of interface abstractions, you know, that starts with like machine code, which is the code that runs on a, on a CPU. Um, and then actually software that you normally see people writing compiles into that machine code. So it's an abstraction of the machine code. Um, user interfaces and increasingly no code user interfaces that make it really easy to sort of instruct a system into what you want to have happen, sort of a stack above software, right? They, they compile into software, which compiles into machine code. And who knows, maybe eventually someday we'll have a uh, brain direct interface that you can just think of what you want to have without having to give any instructions to anything and it'll happen. Um, <laughs> but so, but so I, I, I always think of it like a, a user interface. Yeah. Cause some of the struggle is actually thinking about how to define what you want in the English, English language. So, um, <laughs> so in, in no code, I guess some of the advantages would be that it helps with the user interaction with a more advanced computing technology so that you don't have to, you don't have to be an engineer to actually get AI to work for you. Yeah, that's right. Um, you still have to think about your corner cases and what you're trying to accomplish. Right. So, right. um, you know, it, it, it kind of, you know, I, I'm a product manager by background. Uh, I used to be an engineer a long time ago. Um, and as a product manager, a lot of the times I, I often just ask engineers to build systems for me. Right. Uh, and it's funny what happens is like I, I sometimes end up under specifying those systems and the engineers come back and, and they ask me, well, what do you want to do in this case? Right. Like, um, you know, or, or what happens when when this condition arises? How, how should we how should the system behave? Um, and so th that's not eliminated with no code. Um, you know, you still have to think about the design of the system you're making or or the data that you're using in the case of AI. Um, but it, but it becomes much easier to sort of. Um, take someone who's uh, creative or who's working towards um, a, an objective and, and enable them to uh, get the technical pieces of that task working. Awesome. Okay. Right. Awesome. And so another question here for you, John. So what industry do you think will be most disrupted by this technology? And, you know, we hear a lot about how this will, will disrupt, but in your opinion, what's the real like landline killer? Are we talking uh, AI specifically, or are we talking sort of like no-code user interfaces here? I guess in the broader picture, AI. Yes. Yeah, I meant, I meant to transition a little bit better there for that. Yeah, all good. Um, you know, I, I, I kind of think um, 
It's really interesting. I was at the dentist the other day, and and this is a weird aside, but I'm but I'm lying there and they're and they're doing my teeth, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, dentistry is going to be safe, um, but but of course there's like uh, you know there there's pieces of that that are going to be impacted um, by AI, like you know cavity detection and materials mm-hmm. discovery for replacing your teeth and stuff like that. So it's certainly going to be transformative, but. Um, but I think it's almost easier to think about the places where it's not going to have a big impact because every place where software or data interacts with people is going to be transformed. Um, and you know, I, I can't narrow down a single industry that I think is going to be more impacted than any other because I think it's going to be every industry um, and, and the ones that are going to be least impacted are the ones that involve like really personal interactions in some capacity that, you know, like, you know, people aren't going to stop having teeth and they're not going to, you know, they're going to continue to need to be cleaned and inspected. So um, that that's kind of how I think about it. I think it's going to touch pretty much everything. Um, and, and the real question in my mind is the pace at which it starts to change things, right? And, and we're already seeing it start to have big impacts in areas like search engine optimization or text creation massive impacts in education, right? Like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, teachers now have to worry about their students using uh, GPT to, to submit assignments and stuff. Um, you know, search as a, as a tool on the internet is going to change. Uh, the impacts are going to be really broad. And, and I, I, can't, uh, I can't think of any industry that's going to be um, impacted more than another, other than to say that I think it's going to touch everything. Yeah. Okay. Easy enough. And then I, I kind of wanted to add on to that question because you mentioned search with with uh, GPT. What What do you think in uh, in terms with Bing kind of adding that in March? I mean, what do you think the implications of that'll be to Google? Yeah. I mean, I think it's it's really interesting. Google's made their money by sort of putting the signpost on the side of the internet highway to get people's attention to products, right? And and people uh, running companies spend a lot of time, you know, with paid advertising, but also with, um, you know, writing articles and content to try and get Google search engines to index you and surface you when people are looking for relevant information. Um, you know, all of those articles can now be created with a fire hose that perfectly captures like everything Google would be looking for. So, and, and actually like searching for information, uh, is no longer seeing a list of sites supplying you information. It's, it's having a ML like large language model, um, sort of surface the best answer for you in, in a really compelling way and then let you like iterate on it and ask it more specifics. Um, you know, I, I don't even have my head wrapped around how much it's going to change. Um, but for sure, uh, search and information access is going to be radically different in a few years. Yeah, it's kind of having its iPhone moment where I think we're reaching a, a spot where it's going to be growing at such a rapid pace now that it's, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the future on that. And so in going along with that, since AI is such a new concept for a large portion of the population, I know ChatGPT is going viral right now, and that's kind of shed a lot of light onto other AI applications. But for a large portion of the population, it's, it's a new concept. So have you found that adoption of AI software to be a big hurdle because people kind of write it off or the user interface is a little intimidating or um, yeah, maybe expand enough. on that? I, I think it's really it really comes down to two two things really. The first is the user interface because um, you know it's AI has been around for quite a while, right? Um, and and in that time, like uh, I, I'd say the foundations of the technology have been being built, and and the interaction models 
um, with which you could use it have, have been largely like software based uh, and engineering based. Um, and, uh, and I think just now we're starting to see when you wrap it in a really easy to use interface, how it like uh, enables like a, a much larger group of people. Certainly our thesis at Accio is um, that if you can make something easy enough to use, um, that's going to be the thing that's needed to sort of break through. And, and I think that's why chat GPT has been so successful because, you know, a, a chatting based interface is very natural to people. Um, right. And we're trying to do the same thing with data uh, for what it's worth. Um, you know, so, so that's one is like actually building like really easy to use ways of working with it so that you can interact with it in, in a more familiar manner. Um, but but secondly, I think is trust, right? That's that's the other key piece to its adoption. Yes. Um, and and trust is a little bit more tricky. Um, but I think with trust and comes like convenience. So like uh, many of these systems, I think you have to validate that they do what you think they do. Um, people have to build that trust over time. Trust is something that you earn. Um, but but convenience and and ease of use are certainly sufficient to get people to put the effort in to build that trust. Um, and so um, I think uh, that we'll see that people will trust um, more and more. And then also like, you know, there'll be more and more ways to to verify that things are working how you expect and, and that biases are like not present and stuff like that as well. So um, there, there's still a lot of innovation to be built there, but, but so ease of use and trust are the two big barriers. And, um, you know, I'd look at any company that's making big plays against ease of use or, or trust and, uh, and think that they'll probably be pretty, uh, pretty successful. Yeah, I agree. Fantastic. So, you know, we got our final question here. We're running out of time. And uh, that our final question that we're trying to ask everyone is what is the smallest task that you want AI to be doing currently or in the future? Yeah, that, this is a really tough one um, because, uh, you know, when you think about small tasks, I, I try and think of something that's not very impactful, but, um, you know, I have a hard time, like, like take autocomplete, right? Like I'm, I'm writing an right. email and, and Google's autocompleting my sentences for me. That That's a small task, but it's massively impactful, right? Um, <laughs> a small task and, done a hundred times is impactful, right, yeah. <laughs> right, so, so, so my answer here is going to be more along the lines of like, uh, it's, it's the thousand, like, the thousand things in the long tail of tasks that are going to be like massively meaningful. And, yeah. you know, it's everything from like helping me sleep like at the right time. So I have more energy during the day to like, um, you know, like optimizing like the, the communication or meeting schedule I have to picking the song that I want to hear next on, on the radio automatically for me without me having to navigate or spend my time trying to like work through a user interface. Um, you know, it's, I think it's just going to stack up and 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 in reality every one of these small things like has you know a massive win behind it because it just makes things easier to accomplish right so you get more of your time spent on really productive interesting things instead of uh you know just like repetitive tasks um right. so I, that's probably not the best answer but but that's a really hard question <laughs> yeah and we it's a, it's hard because we don't know what is going to be innovated out of our lives until it's actually done. And then we're like, why didn't we think of that? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, but I think the long tail of like repetitive tasks uh, that, that you do and you don't think about that much, but man, it would be nice not, ha not to have to um, that that's where the big, the, the yeah. small big wins are going yep. to be. Well, John, we, uh, we appreciate you joining us today. We want to give you 20 seconds to tell us a little bit about Akio and um, kind of lead us out there. 
Sure thing. Um, you know, we're we're an ML platform for businesses, so we help any business with data extract more value from it. Uh, we actually use a chat-based data prep interface, so you can ask your data to be transformed in any way you like in natural language, and and we'll do that transformation. You know, that's reformatting dates. Uh, you know, combining fields, doing math, whatever you want. You don't have to type any code to do it. You can just ask for it and, and we'll transform the data. Uh, and then you can build machine learning models to predict your key business outcomes and, and use those models to make real-time decisions to make your business more efficient. That helps you drive more revenue and save costs. Um, and so that's what Accio does. Awesome. Well, we appreciate that. I hope our listeners give you all a, a Google there or a lookup and we'll um, we will have you all linked in our show notes as well as on Twitter. Um, but we appreciate you joining us today, John. I hope you have a good rest of your day. Yeah, great to be here. Same to you too. And uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, John. You will be able to find Akio in our show notes on our website as well as on Twitter. Thanks for giving us a listen today. Rate and review and subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss our two new episodes every week on Saturday and Wednesday. Give us a follow on Twitter at ChatGPTReport. Check out our website at thechatgptreport.com and send us an email at thechatgptreport at gmail.com. Thanks, guys.